0: back, everyone, to another episode of the Young Pyromancers Podcast. I am your host, Ezra, and with me is my co-host, Charlie. Hi, guys. And uh, Miles is away on vacation, so we are going to record this episode with just us two, back like the old days. Um, brand new yeah. uh, M21. You don't, don't want
1: to go too long without giving some amount of, info or some kind of recording.
0: Yeah. And our episode topic for today is brand new M-21 and Jumpstart Commanders. There have been new Commanders spoiled, and we wanted to talk about those new Commanders and what their effect on the Commander format will be. And, uh, yeah, uh, anything before we just hop right in?
1: Uh, Yeah, not really. So first here we're going to talk about the M-21 Commanders, so there's ten of these.
0: Why don't you read our first one off here, Charlie?
1: Yeah, so this is a card we've talked about briefly in previous episodes. Uh, It's the white card draw, Commander. It is Mangara, the Diplomat, or some other pronunciation, possibly. It is three and a white for a 2-4 legendary creature, Human Cleric, with lifelink. And whenever an opponent attacks with the creatures, if two or more of those creatures are attacking you and or Planeswalkers you control, Draw a card, and whenever an opponent casts their second spell each turn, draw a card.
0: This is like a white card draw engine, which is something that we've never seen before, and thus is going to be powerful just by sheer fact that it's in white. And uh, white gives you options that you wouldn't normally have for this type of deck that you would have in like blue or green or something. But I think this is going to be a more powerful card in the 99 rather than as a commander.
1: Yeah, we've kind of established that white has a strong lack of card draw and card draw engines. And this is one of those. This is very powerful. But we don't think this is necessarily going to be as much of a commander due to the fact that, you know, if you really think about what commanders are played and what aren't, most commanders are played like, Moldrotha and you know like Cullen or Holland. they don't just draw cards they have a little little bit more not much more okay but some and i think that just drawing cards is definitely cool and fun but i think it's definitely it's not as much of a build around as the other commanders are and it might, it's probably better off in the 99 as a powerful draw engine
0: yeah, I'm guessing this is going to end up being something like a Smothering Tithe, where it's just a white staple that people are just going to slam in their decks for no reason, because it doesn't really have a ton of synergy. Like, even if it doesn't have any synergy with their deck, it, they people might put it in there because it's just powerful in and of itself. And, yeah, that's manga. Our next card is Baron Talarian Archmage, 1 blue blue for Legendary Creature, Human Wizard. 2 2 When Baron Tolarian Archmage enters the battlefield, return up to one other target creature or planeswalker to its owner's hand, and at the beginning of your end step, if a permanent was put into your hand from the battlefield this turn, draw a card. People are making jokes about this literally being professor from Tolarian Community College, because it has the word Tolarian in it. It kind of looks like uh, Prof if he was 500 years older. And yeah, also. A little bit, little bit. Also, Baron is almost an exact anagram of his name, Brian, so <laughs> conspiracy theories. But it, it is pretty cool, the card design. It's a it's a man of war on itself. It returns stuff. I like that it returns planeswalkers. And also that that final thing is just, just gravy. It's like a Vencer plus. I guess we've never had that design. Do you think we've... I I can't remember a card that has triggered off of stuff being returned to your hand. I think this is a pretty powerful commander and a card in the 99.
1: Yeah, this is pretty interesting. I don't know if there's a ton, a ton of, like, space to build around here. But I think it could definitely be done. This is definitely a powerful card in the 99. But I can... I could... I think it's possible, but less plausible than some other commanders that this is built as a commander with stuff like Shrieking Drake and other things.
0: Yeah, I agree. Why uh, don't you read our next legendary creature?
1: Yeah, this is a commander that I'm actually pretty excited for. It's Karavec, the Spiteful. It's 2-black-black black for a 3-2 legendary creature, human-warlock. And other creatures get minus-1-minus-1. One, one. Uh, this is essentially, Knight of Souls Betrayal on a stick. It's Knight of Souls Betrayal is two black black, all creatures get minus one, minus one. This is essentially the exact same thing. So it's definitely a very powerful effect to have essentially all creatures except Karavac get minus one, minus one. But we're not 100% sure that this is a commander that you're actually playing due to the fact that sort of similar to Mangara, this doesn't actually do a ton of stuff. Like, sure, Mingard draws you cards, and sure, this makes all the all other creatures smaller, but they themselves don't do a ton, although being very powerful. So we think they might not see as much play as commanders as they will in the 99 as very powerful, specific cards. I think... And... Yeah, I think I could... Could potentially. Maybe slot into Modrotha. I don't know. You know, I like making my opponents unhappy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this is uh, it's just gonna be mainly used as either a large mass minor little board wipe type thing like Thopter and Servo Killer for Charlie to play against my Jorah deck. And (laughs) also, this is quite good in a Grismold the Dreadsower deck. Grismold uh, cares oh, yeah. about creature tokens dying, and then at the beginning of your end step, gives one one counters to all your creatures. So Grismold will go from a three three. Oh, and Grismold also has trample, so three three to a seven seven to an eleven eleven, and that just gets out of hand quickly. And I know I've gotten beaten in the face with a fifteen fifteen Grismold before, and it does not feel good. So, <laughs>
1: um, that seems reasonable. I, you know, it doesn't seem very fun to get hit in the face by a fifteen fifteen plant.
0: Yeah, just just getting hit by a just dude with covered in saprolings, Just has mushrooms everywhere. Or infused
1: next... sapling into his blood.
0: <laughs> infused with saproling. That should be a card, infused with saproling. Vito the Thorn of the Dusk Rose. Oh Vito Thorn of the Dusk Rose is our next commander. Two in a black for legendary creature vampire cleric. One three. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Vito also has three black black. Creatures you control gain lifelink until end of turn. So, this is Sanguine Bond. Sanguine.
1: Sanguine. sanguine yes, Sanguine
0: Bond. Sanguine Bond. bond uh, which is a three black black enchantment that has that first line of text whenever you gain life. Target opponent loses that much life. So, inherently, this is going to be powerful. Uh, just, just that line of text by itself. Giving all your creatures lifelink, don't discount that, though, because that can get you out of nowhere. And this is just... Yep. just Penguin auto- Bond
1: is a 5 minute enchantment, just saying. So this yeah. is three right huh?
0: now. And it gets out of hand with stuff like Gary, like Raymortian of Alistair, which enters the... Three block black, enters the battlefield, each opponent loses life equal to your devotion to black, and you gain the life equal to the life lost that way. And... So that that's gonna be something like... I don't know, let's say X equals six. My devotion to black is six. I... Oh, I play. I play Great Motion of Asphodel. I deal six damage to Miles, six damage to Charlie, six damage to Luke, and I gain eighteen life. And then I gain eighteen life, and then I nuke Charlie for
1: eighteen. And that, and, and now, that's and now Gary by himself has done a total of thirty-six damage and gained Ezra eighteen life. And for five just minutes. this
0: little, just this little zombie wandering the fields of the Asphodel, and then. Vito's like, guess what? You're coming to Ixalan with me. Deal thirty-six damage, <laughs> and so yeah, Vito I think is going to be very abused as a commander. It's a vampire, which is relevant. I think Vito's got everything that it needs to become a a a big player in the commander format, and I think we're going to be seeing this card around a bunch.
1: Not to mention it, it goes infinite with one other card. Oh, I forgot about
0: that. And it goes <laughs> infinite with... Uh, why aren't Coincidentally.
1: We, uh, exquisite Blood. Yeah, Exquisite Blood. So this is a, a known combo, Sanguine Bond and Exquisite Blood. They essentially read, whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. And whenever an opponent loses life, you gain that much life. So this allows you to drain all of your opponents out infinitely. But now that you have Veto in the command zone, if you can play Exquisite Blood, which is a five drop, after you play Veto whenever you gain life or an opponent loses life you win the game essentially
0: so then all you have to do is either activate veto and swing with a creature or you just have a way figure out a way to deal some damage to an opponent and then or exquisite life. well, well let, let's explain the combo a little bit so exquisite exquisite blood is four and a black for an enchantment and it says uh, whenever you deal damage to an opponent you gain that much life and Vito says whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. So you deal one damage. Exquisite blood says you dealt damage to an opponent, I gain one life.
1: It Vito does, says it doesn't necessarily mean damage, just noting it's whenever opponent loses life, damage or loses causes life. loss of life.
0: Damage causes loss of life. But yeah, yeah, when if you if you if an opponent loses life, so let's say you attack with a one one, you gain the life which causes exquisite blood to deal let's say Charlie a damage. And then veto oh yeah, right.
1: yeah you veto gain. Veto triggers when you gain the life. Or right. so an veto. opponent opponent loses life, Exquisite mm-hmm. Blood triggers, you gain one life because you dealt one damage and your opponent lost one life. Then veto triggers, they says it says, Hey, you just gained a life. You're gonna have your opponent lose one life. Your opponent lose one life, Exquisite Blood says, Hey, you just lost life. I'm gonna gain that I'm gonna gain life. And this is a, a loop that allows you to Gain uh, as much life as your opponents have, and in, in in the in the sequence, draining all of their life.
0: Not that it matters; they all lose though all your opponents lose all of their life and thus are dead. Yes. All right. Why don't you read our good friend, the Crown Scourge Dragon?
1: Uh, yeah. Gadrak, the Crown Scourge, is a five-four dragon, legendary creature, for two and a red. Gadrak, the Crown Scourge, can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts. And at the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn. And it has flying, just for kicks.
0: I think the ending ability is what's going to be important. Is just that at the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn. I mean, the 5 dragon part yep. is. Oh, the 5-4 Flyer is important, but probably won't come up too much in Commander. I mean, if you have four, four artifacts, then you can start beating face with Gadrak. But if you're playing this as a Commander, you're going to be building around that ability to sacrifice all of your creatures and also use bullet spells to uh, destroy your opponent's creatures to generate treasures, which you then use to play more creatures, which you sack, and then uh, rinse and repeat. I think this would be very good with goblins. Just this and the combo with scope Prospector just becomes just kind of yeah, goes out maybe. of maybe.
1: I don't think this is super super exciting as a commander. I'm excited to see how the community does stuff with it, but you know this isn't the most powerful commander, but very very cool nonetheless. Um, it, this card kind of reminds me of Revel in Riches, sort of a little bit. Um, due to the kind of whenever an opponent a creature dies, create a treasure. Revel and riches is a five mana enchantment. So some sort of similarity, but I think this is a pretty interesting red card. That I think it'll definitely seem the play in the ninety nine of some amount of decks.
0: Well, you're forgetting the important fact on Revel and Riches that says you win the uh, game. I mean I, I
1: wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Whatever. Alright, but hey. I think Cadrach is it is definitely good in the ninety nine in stuff like cold oh yeah, gold and other things that sacrificing creatures already. Um, yeah, I will read our next commander, which is Subira Tolzidi Caravaner. Uh, Subira is two in a red for a legendary creature, human shaman. <laughs> two three shaman, haste, shaman 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 shaman. It's technically shaman according to Google. We looked this up on a previous
1: episode. Who's keeping track?
0: Me. Subira is a 2-3 with haste, has pay 1, and another target creature with power 2 or less can't be blocked this turn. There's another activated ability, 1 red, and tap Subira. Discard your hand. Until end of turn, whenever a creature you control with power 2 or less deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. That's a lot of text, but the gist of it is make stuff unblockable, and then pay 1 in a red and discard your hand and tap Suwira, and then draw cards for all of your creatures hitting players.
1: Yeah, that kind of, if you can activate both abilities enough, it kind of feels sort of like a one-sided wheel, like a little bit, or just refilling your hand. So I think this is definitely a super cool commander. I think this is more playable than Gadrak as a commander, and we'll definitely see some play as like a bit cool build around.
0: I'm not looking forward to this uh, for when COVID-19 ends, for you to play Subira and then yes. swing with your army of 36
1: goblin tokens. I'd say, then, I'd say, hear me out on this one. You know, this, I think this could be a potential commander for goblins or definitely in the 99 of like Kranko or something.
0: I, I think, well, l- well, we should ask the goblin expert. Are you considering this for Cranko? <laughs>
1: I think so. I think in goblin decks or decks just looking to make lots of tokens, it's in something like Naya, maybe, um, lots of small tokens. That is, I think that ability, that third, of, this third line of text to draw a card whenever a creature with power two or less deals combat damage, is incredibly, incredibly powerful. And you know, if you have twenty tokens or ten tokens even, and your opponent has two blockers, you're paying. Two mana and discarding like three cards potentially from your hand to draw, you know, eight more.
0: Yeah, I mean, discard two, draw eight for one in a red is just like what? I mean, no, the yeah. only thing that might prevent this from being in Cranko is if you do have two lords on the battlefield.
1: Yeah, that that's that's the small small issue there. But, but you I know, think I'm willing. Time- I'm willing to pay that price to have this card on the battlefield in that situation i think if Um, i have two lords out and i'm playing crank i'm winning the game
0: yeah i i can attest to that (laughs) save for bold white uh yeah we've got a reprint commander up next charlie azusa uh
1: yeah so i think we're going to talk about commanders reprint commanders a little bit more briskly here uh as they are reprints, and you probably know a little more about them. But Azusa, Lost but Seeking, I believe is the name. Uh, Two and a green for a 1-2 creature, and it's vanilla. Gotcha. Uh, She allows (laughs) you to play two extra lands on each of your turns. Got him. (laughs) Um, So you can play three lands on each of your turns, which is, uh, I mean, it's more than one, I'd say. So I think in some kinds of like green lands decks or similar things. Uh this is super cool. This was an expensive card and it's nice to have a reprint for this in a core set. Um and I think Azusa is just a really cool card and it. You know, if I ever build a Sasaya Orochi Ascendant deck, which I'd love to do. Someday. <laughs> what is it with you and Sasaya? <laughs> I don't know, man. Sasaya is kinda it's just you know, something about it. it's just so such a nice card. Everything's just <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh yeah, Azusa very cool card. Um Azusa just in any lands deck is just inherently going to be dumb. Anything oh, that yeah. lets you draw cards when like this is this plus Tatiova. Uh I've been scared about trying to pick this up for Tatiova because it's been a $25 card.
1: Yeah, I think it's 25, 27 somewhere around there. It was
0: 25 and now the reprint is pre-selling for $9.83 which is we're judging that even more Well, I mean it it's not going to be low. The, this card is never going to be budget cheap.
1: Like I doubt this card ever goes yeah. below I don't it's $4. not going to I don't think it's going to dip below like $9, but you know.
0: I, I think it'll go a little bit lower once people are opening it cuz it's it's only a rare, it's not a yeah. mythic.
1: Better $9 than $27, I'd say. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Um but I'm thinking I might pick this up for ta- I mean or try to acquire for Tatiova now. Rather than later, just because it's going down you know, cheap now.
1: It once M twenty one, time passes. It'll get a little bit more expensive, as you would probably expect. So, yep, yeah, yeah, I will get it while you can. Code is and it's, it's only rare, so I mean, chances that you could open it just in a pack are fair.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, if I just open this, <laughs> that uh, I get rid don't of think the problem. Alright, Rail, Monvoli, yeah. Monvoli Recluse is our next commander. 1 and a green legendary creature, human druid, 1, 2. And whenever you draw your second card each turn, create a 2, 2 green cat creature token. So, basically, on your turn, if you have anything that draws you a card, also known as by the uh, community, Cat Trips, instead of Cantrips, just Cat <laughs> Trips. Uh, you get to create a tutu green cat token. So you make cats when you draw. So this is very good with anything that draws you cards on creatures. This is especially good with uh, if you're not planning on using a budget Sylvan Library. um, But there's also cheaper stuff like Soul Harvest and uh, And
1: there's a lot of um, neutral or equal ones like howling mind that allow you to do this and you're the only one making two twos on each of your turns so that's true yeah i mean
0: as a symmetrical effect it's not even that bad because you're just building up your cat army while you temple bell and stuff like that and your opponents are like did you read the second
1: line of text there oh i did not
0: i did not read the the second ability for green green i forgot about this because i was caught up in my cat trips (laughs) for green green until end of tone creatures you control have base power and toughness xx where x is the number of cards in your hand now i don't know how often this comes up but this is just gravy just being able to have this extra ability let's just say you have nine nine cards in your hand and you make all your cats nine nines and then you swing in and yeah. you have like a guys at them wait guys what was the what, what's the one that gives you your creatures trample the green enchantment it was your it was your treasured find
1: one week oh oh yeah. i can i can barely remember Drawing works
0: i think it was guy's anthem but um okay yeah draw rail very cool card anything that draws you cards is nice drawing cards on your opponent's turn is also fun uh
1: yeah i just want to say one one quick thing uh bottled cloister is a pretty cool card that if you're not trying to play instants in your deck does work and allows you to draw an additional card on each of your upkeeps. Just throwing that out there. Primal Rage is the card that creates your cre- creatures. Rage. Trample. Uh,
0: can can you read that? The bottled card.
1: I was actually to that. Uh, yeah. So this card is uh, not very played, except in usually decks comboing it with um, uh, what is the card? It's the three mana artifact that prevents attacks for cards in hand.
0: Uh, and Snaring bridge.
1: Yeah, so Ensnaring Bridge says creatures can't attack unless they have, I think it's like power uh, less than the number of cards in your hand and Bottled Cloister is an artifact for four colorless mana that says at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep remove your hand from the game face down and at the beginning of your upkeep return all cards removed from the game with Bottled Cloister to to your hand then draw a card. So in a green deck where you're playing very minimal amount of instance this reads uh you know at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep you don't have a hand on each other player's turn and you can draw a card at each upkeep so just throwing that out there it's a pretty cool little card a little treasured find for you guys
0: yeah i i do very much like this card but i don't think this is actually a great card for draw rail because we can trigger on each player's tone it's going to be kind of like uh i, I can't help but be yeah i reminded- know it's, it's i'm
1: yeah it's not not <laughs> perfect
0: yeah but. i'm reminded of gavi with this uh commander yes,
1: Jordan. oh yeah yeah, yeah that's... because you
0: can do it on every other uh player's tone
1: i think in jessica you may want to occasionally play stuff on other players turns but you know maybe in uh maybe in something like um but i do like a deck with a companion as umori, creatures or something like that
0: yeah i'm trying to think if i have any decks that uh
1: Oh well no that wouldn't even work, sorry. Because it's an artifact. Oh yourself. you
0: can't play it. Because, <laughs> uh I'm trying to think. What what doesn't what what are my decks? Don't have incidents. they right all my decks are right behind me. I'm just gonna check.
1: Um I, I don't uh, know, maybe something like Sasaya or ascend might I want it. I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> just... Oh no. No, and I think this could... is
0: good at in um yeah. what the, the more the more of Kadena. Because you're unmorphed. Oh, yeah,
1: because you can morph on other players' turns. That seems yeah. good.
0: Okay, and. Yeah, let's move to our yeah. next commander. You can go ahead.
1: Yeah, uh, this is Niambi, or Niambi, maybe. That's Niambi. Niambi. Esteemed Speaker. She is an Azorius, so a white and a blue for a 2 1 legendary creature, human cleric, with Flash, and when a esteemed speaker, enters the battlefield, you may return another target creature you control to its owner's hand. If you do, you gain life equal to that creature's converted mana cost. And you can pay one white-blue, tap Nyambi and discard a legendary card to draw two cards.
0: Yeah, I like this. This is, um, as a Blink player, I... Do like stuff with enter the battlefield effect. And this is a pretty cool one because you can blink Niambi, Return stuff to your hand, play those creatures to rebuy your stuff. So this could be a blink commander, but I think this is more in the 99 of either legends decks or in blink decks. So Brago, I can't play this in my rune deck because I play Karuga as my commander, but uh, Niambi and Rune. And also. That that one white and a blue and tap, discard a legendary card to draw two cards. Like, don't forget about that. that that's Not pretty useful. Nothing to laugh at. Yeah, I mean, I think the the way this is designed is the play pattern is you play a cheap legend. Uh, when I say legend, I mean just like a le- cheap legendary creature. And then you cast 9 B at flash speed or whatever. It doesn't even have to be flash. That's turn two. Oh, I mean, if, if we're... If we're trying to go super nice, then we can play uh, Isamaru, Hound of Conda turn 1. Nyambi, turn (laughs) 2. Return Isamaru, gain a life. And then you pay 1 white and a blue tap, discard Isamaru, draw 2 cards. Which, I mean, I guess is fine. It's just, like, Divination. I
1: don't... I mean, Divination, you can do better things than Commander, I'd say.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I put Divination in decks, but only because it's 4 cents. Um, Yeah. All right. Our next Make use commander. of
1: what you
0: have. Exactly. Oh, we should talk about. Uh, I'll I'll talk about that later. But um, sure. Rada Heart of Keld is one red and a green for a legendary creature, elf warrior. Rada is a three-three, and as long as it's your turn, Rada Heart of Keld has first strike, and you may look at the top card of your library at any time, and you may play lands from the top of your library. Also, has four red and a green. Rada get, gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of lands you control. Now, this is like a Corsair of Crufix type effect, where you can play cards off the top of your library, or like an Oracle Holomol but it doesn't let you play additional lands. But so, uh, it's.
1: Qu- kind of like Courser, and
0: Yeah. And Corsair of Crufix is a strong card. It's yeah, a, it, certainly. It is played. So. Yeah, that that last ability, the paying six, I think that's more for constructed. This isn't. That's not going to affect us too much, unless you're kind of going the Voltron. Pla- or...
1: I mean, it's, I think it's plausible, but I don't know. Um but it's just gravy. It's just gravy. I think yeah, I think this is a good Gruel card. I think it's is a solid commander, but I think where this probably shines the most is in either. Mina and Den Wildborn decks, which allows you to play an additional land on each of your turns, kind of a build your own Oracle of Moldaia, um, or a Nikia of the Old Ways deck, which doubles your mana. You can play lands off the top of your library, and in a Nikia deck, you might actually get the chance to activate Rada's last ability and overwhelm That's your true. opponents.
0: No, that is, that is a good idea, because sometimes, sometimes when I had my Nikia deck, I don't have it anymore, but when I had my Nikia deck, I would often be sitting with no cards in hand, because I already dumped my whole hand under the board, and then I have no yeah. way to draw cards, because you know, you play, I only own a
1: creatures. Turn 5, and turn 6, you untap with, you know, you untap, you play land, lane, you have 12 mana, you can play all your creatures, and you're going, hey, where did my hand go?
0: Yeah, right, right, right. Or you can just do Rata twice. Activating yeah. Rada twice starts <laughs> getting serious, because, like, if you can, if you have a way to give a trample, like Mina and Dan... Uh, then it gets very good. That's why it's good in Mina and Dex. I think this is also good in Omnath, um both Omnath. Omnath Locus of Rage and Locus of the Royal, because they both care about lands and Rada being able to play them off the top of the library is good. And then also Lord Wind Grace, the Jund Lands, Planeswalker Commander. Of course. Uh, anything with red and green and has the woods lands or wants to do stuff with lands. I mean it's no Gitrog, but Rada is a very
1: good card. Yeah.
0: All right, and then Charlie's got our final M21 commander.
1: Uh, Yeah, last and most definitely not least, Rin and Seri, inseparable. For one and Anaya, so one red, green, white, you get a 4-4 four, four, legendary creature, dog cat. That You heard that right. Um, <laughs> in M21, there is a new errata, finally, that hounds are now dogs and dogs are in magic. Which I think we talked about a little bit before, but you know you can never talk about this enough. This is groundbreaking news. This is possibly the most important thing that's ever happened in Magic. Um, yeah. So Ren and Sari have a few different abilities. Whenever you cast a dog spell, you create a one-one green cat creature token. And whenever you cast a cat spell, you create a one-one white dog creature token. So you get a cast a cat, get a dog. Cast a dog, get a cat. And you can pay a red, green, white, so a Naya, and tap Rin and, Sari. And Rin and Sari. inseparable, deals damage to any target equal to the number of dogs you control. You gain life equal to the number of cats you control. Whew, a lot of words. Um, Dog-cat Dog tribal, basically.
0: Dog-cat that's, tribal. That's how it's going to be built. I mean I don't know how relevant this actually is. I think we're gonna see it around though, cause just as a casual code. Dogs are it's awesome. Hilarious. Cats are awesome. It it's just like dog and cat best friends and play lots of stuff. Especially powerful changelings, but uh yeah, not much more to be said about uh Rin and Sari. Uh we are going to move into our segment New Horizons. <laughs> Our new horizons is consisting of very basic things today. It's just product yeah, delays. Yeah, this kind
1: of is new horizons talking about spoilers.
0: Yeah, the whole the whole show is new horizons, and then we've also got some stuff about jump start, which is what we're going to be talking about next. And let's let's talk about uh, product release being delayed. Yeah, this go is ahead. for. Our North American listeners, so um, it's different in Asia and stuff. So, check your Wizards websites based on that. But Secret Lair Ultimate Edition has uh, la- launched, but they say that retailers may be getting it sometime in the next month. We're planning to release this. It's probably going to be Monday, the 22nd, so it's been 10 days since Secret Lair Ultimate Edition has been out, but we didn't even recommend getting this because it wasn't that great of a deal. It was like 40, $400 for five fetch lands. But uh, yeah, that is a thing that is releasing soon. corset 2021 bundles are launching on, on July 3rd, in around July 3rd. Due to product production delays, Corset 2021 will launch with fewer bundles than originally planned, which I don't love because I do like bundles as products, but the fewer bundles that there are, the more expensive they get, so I'm hoping the bundles still stay under $30 because bundles over $30 aren't really worth it, and you might as well just go the whole way and split split a box with a friend or something, but um, they say the availability issues will be resolved approximately one week from the North American launch, so hopefully that gets fixed. And then, uh, Core at 2021 Planeswalker decks and Arena starter kits are, la- are launching July 3rd. Jumpstart has been delayed to July 17th. It w- was delayed to July 7th, and now it's all the way to July 17th. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can get our hands on that product soon, because I sure am excited for Jumpstart, and I think the whole community is very excited about Jumpstart.
1: Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so Jumpstart, uh, as, a, as a thing, is pretty interesting. I think we talked about this a little bit. But essentially, each pack of Jumpstart has 20 cards. And the 20 cards are sort of like a half of a deck with a theme, like Angels, or Garrick, or Doctor... And how Jumpstart is supposed to be played is you take two of these packs, you can throw them together, shuffle them up, and then you have a mix matched deck that you can play with. It's cool, uh, I'd say. But coincidentally, Jumpstart has a lot of cards and a lot of reprints. And some of those reprints are very cool and very expensive, which is very nice for some people in the Magic community. And some of those cards, are confusing and at seeing as jumpstart will be going into magic arena for hit the historic format Uh, there's a few exclusions that are being made due to a few different things such as cards being too powerful or they're they just don't promote to positive play in arena or they don't really work with how arena is set up so i'm just going to list a couple of these really quick so i just saying a couple cards that might be a little too powerful are exhume and reanimate. This is these are one and two mana reanimation spells played in virtually every format. And you know, people consider that would probably consider that to be a little too powerful for historic. And so they're not in and there's a couple cards that just don't really work with Magic Arena as a application. Uh, such as Time to Feed, which is a card that has a delayed trigger. When a creature dies this turn, you gain 3 life, which doesn't really work out with uh, with how Arena works. So yeah, there's 20 cards being excluded. Uh, you're welcome to check them out. I'm sure we'll link it somewhere.
0: But, yeah, uh, I will yeah. link
1: that below in the description if you would
0: like to check that out. Also, on just on the Wizards website, if you uh, just go to magic.wizards.com,
1: uh, it's all in the news tab. Oh, yep. Uh, Alright, all right, the- so... Yeah, speaking of Jumpstart, there are 10 new commanders in Jumpstart and 11 reprint commanders. Yeah. So I think here we're going to focus on... Oh, sorry, there are 16 reprint commanders, not 11. 16. Uh, Yeah, I think we're going to focus on the new commanders here, and at the end we'll just go over these reprint commanders really quick.
0: Oh yeah, we'll just read through uh, all of them and just talk about the high value just ones. Just say a few words. I would like to read this first one. Uh, I'm gonna go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> uh, our first commander is Mel the Blessed. Mel is two white white for legendary creature unicorn four four legendary unicorn first time. Mel is three, exile another target creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. Okay. Also as whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay a Selesnia hybrid, so either green or white. And if you do, put a 1-1 counter on it. If it's a Unicorn, put two 1-1 counters on it instead. So as a commander, I think this is only going to be Unicorn Tribal.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's plausible. Maybe some very, very slim Slesnia Flicker type things. But, you know, Unicorn Tribal's... Phenomenal and the art's pretty majestic, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: Although it might not be all too bad with Trostani, Selesnia's voice, because Trostani does gain you life on uh, creatures' powers upon entering the battlefield. So, yeah, Emil might. And, and
1: Tristani. Oh, no, no, other Trostani, other Trostani. Yeah, other
0: My Trostani. Bad. And then I just like this because I want to pay three in exile stuff because it goes infinite with a bajillion different things, like Peregrine Drake. So, uh, I'm just glad this was in white-green and not white-blue, because otherwise we would have a Tone 4 M.E.L. and a Tone 5 Peregrine
1: Drink. the game. Yeah. Yeah, this that, seems like a really fun commander. It's a unicorn. Can't go wrong. Yeah,
0: I mean, just as unicorn tribal, I'm I'm all in for M.E.L. the Blessed. I just want it for my rune deck so I can start flickering things. And I don't even play Peregrine Drink in my rune
1: deck, but... Oh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, why don't you read so... this...
1: Strange-looking dude. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Bruvac, the grandiloquent. <laughs>
0: is that even a word? Did they make that up? I I'm don't think up.
1: so. You can check me on that. Uh,
0: it's, no way. It is? It's actually a word. Wow. That is it incredible. means pompous or extravagant in language, style, or manner, especially in a way that is intended to impress.
1: <laughs> grandiloquent. Um, well, cer- certainly does look pompous. I'll say that. Uh, Bruvac is two and a blue for a one four legendary creature, human advisor. And this text is pretty exciting. If an opponent would mill one or more cards, they mill twice that many cards instead. Uh, so mill is a keyword that Wizards is finally adding. I'm assuming you listeners know what mill is, but if you don't, it essentially means if a person were to mill three they would take the top three cards of their library and put those cards into their graveyard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this doubles all mill. And so, yeah, this goes... This is a pretty cool. It's, it's a new mill commander, it's an advisor, so it works with persistent petitioners. Oh no! And this oh also no. happens to...
0: <laughs> Mono-blue petitioners with back.
1: Oh yeah. No, and, um, I just realized that. Oh no. This card can mill... Your opponent's out entirely with a few cards, such as Fleet Swallower and Traumatize, which both oh have an effect that mills half of your opponent's library, and Ruvek can double that and mill your opponent's entire library. Yeah, and we have a
0: friend of the cast who has a mill deck, and I'm not looking forward to getting milled out. <laughs> and when he does run Fleet Swallower so, and Traumatize,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. runs them both. Uh, really quickly. So there's one card that's sort of a little bit similar to uh Bruvac, and that's fraying sanity fraying sanity is a enchantment it's an aura curse from Hour of devastation it's two in a blue enchant player at the beginning of each end step enchanted player puts the top x cards of their library into the graveyard where x is the number of cards put into that graveyard from anywhere this turn so a little bit similar but it's it's worse than Bruvac uh argue arguably, or it's not strictly worse but it only works if the cards are put into the graveyard, so it doesn't work with stuff like um, graveyard hate and similar things, as well as uh, uh, this is an aura. It's a curse, so it only enchants one player rather than all right. three. Right.
0: So, and then the other thing is fraying sanity is not a replacement effect, which might come up sometimes, but it will stack with brewback. So, I think if you're building a brewback petitioner deck, yeah,
1: this is. Also just a very powerful mill card. So in a brewback deck, yeah. You're definitely right on that one.
0: I think people are gonna build this as a commander with persistent petitioners. That's... Oh I'm I'm excited. Well but Charlie, you're a big you're a big proponent of the the twenty four at twenty four la- uh, islands, thirty six persistent petitioners deck. So
1: Oh I, I played that in a like competitive standard on Arena.
0: <laughs> How did that go?
1: I won one game <laughs> out of and then I and then I quit. Oh, okay. You know, Good job. On I the won ladder. my first game and I never played one again because now I'm 100% wins with 36 petitioners, 24 islands. Good job.
0: I, I, yes. A big applause. <laughs> um, Alright, I will read our next card. Ineaz, the Gale Force is 3 blue-blue for a legendary creature. Jin 4-4, Flying has 2 and a white attacking creatures with Flying. Get plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. And whenever 3 or more creatures you control with Flying, attack each player gains control of non-land permanent of your choice, controlled by the player to their right. Ugh. So... What is this? It's actually it's okay. good flying tribal, which is, like, the first time that's ever happened, because there's, like, a spirit inscrutable, which is, like, very hard to actually guess correctly. But I like Anya's. I just, at the same time, don't. I was, like... I wanted to build this deck so bad until I looked at the ending thing because I think it's just gonna paint a huge red bullseye target on my face. It's like the target Certainly. sign, like the, the whole thing. Just you go down to the mall and just take the whole sign off of the wall and just stick it to my face. Um,
1: yeah, uh, this is so. The first two lines of text are just awesome. You know, cool flying tribal. Third line what 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 just happened you know <laughs> um like why just why? yeah this this is kind of just bewildering i suppose it's like a mystifying kind of it is flying, flavorful i guess You're uh, sending it ju- stuff it's just kind of it's, it's a little awkward it's a little weird but it's interesting uh don't know if it'll see play as a commander due to the fact that it's uh, like a five minute four four
0: i think uh, it'll see play I play a 5-mana full 4 with my commander.
1: Flyer? I, I guess. It's it's cool. It's fun. I don't know. It's weird. That's all I have to say about this card. It's part.
0: so weird, but I just like the idea of Charlie slamming Muldrotha, and I'm just like, nope, it's mine now. <laughs> and you can have my... Uh, here, here, you can have my uh, Gift of Paradise. Dang. Don't mind
1: the Ancient of Treachery coming down next turn.
0: <laughs> Ancient of, tre- of Treachery. Nope, mine.
1: It kind of it kind of feels a little weird because I played Agent of Treachery before uh, Jeskai before it was cool. Luca before it was cool <laughs> before it was cool Charlie. essentially and now I kind of I kind of feel bad about it because I was like people are like oh it's just a seven minute steal spell and now I I'm afraid that when I start playing Magic with people in person again they'll, be, they'll have like flashbacks
0: negative stigma because of Jeskai Luca
1: yeah. Might have to, you know, f- see if I can find anything similar, like uh, I mean, Control Magic, maybe. I don't know. You could play Control Magic, but I, I'm
0: sure those decent stuff for Muldroes. I like, certainly. like that. I mean, you're always welcome to trade it to me for my, room <laughs> deck. I've been considering it, uh, oh, yeah, oh, and I was yeah, like, I oh, I mean,
1: for, yeah, sure.
0: And then I was like, oops, ten dollars because of Jessica Luca.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Let's so moving story. on here. One. Ormos, Archive Keeper. Ormos is four blue-blue for a 5-5 five five legendary creature. Sphinx with flying, of course. Uh, if, And if you would draw a card, while well, your library has no cards in it, instead, put five plus one plus one counters on Ormos, Archive Keeper. And you can play, pay one blue-blue and discard three cards with different names to draw five cards.
0: Wowee. I like mm-hmm. that last line of text. Being able to oh, play yeah. three, discard three cards, draw five cards with different names, which is always gonna trigger in command. It. You know,
1: I don't I don't know. I think this is this is awesome. It's kinda like lab man in the sense that it prevents you from decking yourself. But I think that this that third ability is definitely gonna be overlooked to some extent, but I think it's super, super powerful, and I honestly think it you know I don't think it will, but maybe in like the sideboard of Meltrota or something. Due to the fact that you know always wants ways oh. to draw cards oh. and discarding isn't much of a downside, so it can read one blue blue draw eight maybe, uh, or just one blue blue draw five really, mm. is what I should be saying. I mean, uh, but it's is... it's six mana. It's definitely super cool. Though. I think this is uh, a really cool commander, and it kind of reminds me of uh Temsis, the six mana oh yeah
0: everyone thought it was cool and then it ended up doing nothing
1: yeah i think this one is a little more do something due to the fact that the draw ability on this commander doesn't force it to tap which is pretty powerful i think that's true uh yeah so uh, this this is an interesting one i'm i'm excited to see how this, this way, way, way that goes
0: yeah i mean Paying three mana to draw eight with stuff like Mulderoth and such is broken. Alright, our next you card is Kel's Fight Fixer. Oh, I have a funny story for this. That before we were recording the cast, um, we were, like, reviewing, like, what are we going to say? And I was like, alright, our next one, Kel's Light Fixer. And I was just like, wait, what? And then I look at the art, <laughs> look, it's just like this word. majestic, majestic Azura, like, Osra Warlock. Which is funny, because... Almost my name, Azra. As okay, whatever. majestic. I going there. <laughs> majestic warlock just sitting on the throne, and it's a light fixer. And I'm just like expecting a mechanic, and I'm like, wait a second. And so, well, I mean, the Azra are from Battle Bond. I forget what that what that plane is called.
1: Uh, what it, I I can check that out while you talk about this card. Okay, over.
0: okay. Um. Kel's Fight Fixer is pretty cool. 2, black, black for legendary creature. Oswald Warlock. 4, 3 with menace. And whenever you sacrifice a creature, you may pay blue-black hybrid. If you do, draw a card. And you also pay 1 and sacrifice a creature. Kel's Fight Fixer gains indestructible until end of turn. I'm just upset that this doesn't have the word fight in it, it makes zero sense. <laughs> it, should, it should have something to do with, like, you make your creatures fight something else but it just sacrifice and a code thing yeah. i mean it's cool whenever you sacrifice, uh, you just,
1: yeah so there's eight cards um there are eight ozra in the game including Kells. six of them are from battle bond one is from modern horizons and one is kels uh battle bond is on the plane of kylem or kylem kylem kylem
0: kylem all right uh, well yeah. i think Kells is gonna be a blue black version of Yeheni, but just worse.
1: Yes, it's just not. I cool think that's reasonable Yeheni. to say. Um, I think Yeheni's just a better card. Did you talk about the combo yet?
0: This goes infinite with Locust God and Phyrexian Altar. Altar, yes. Altar. You get uh, to- yeah.
1: So Phyrexian or no? Scarab God allows you to whenever you or whenever you draw a card, you yeah, create one. Locust God. Locust God.
0: Locust God. Locust, okay.
1: God, Locust God. Yeah. Locust yeah. God. You create a one-one creature token, insect. And Frexon Altar allows you to sacrifice a creature to add one mana of any color. And how this works is draw a card, create a token with Scarab God, Locus God. Which one is it? Oh, whatever. Okay. The God. <laughs> Locus God. Locus God. <laughs> and then you can sacrifice that creature to add a blue. And Kells will trigger. You say, Oh, you just sacrifice a creature? Would you want to pay a blue? If you do and you do, you draw a card. You say, "Oh, you just draw draw a card." I'm going to create a one-one token a with the God. Um, then <laughs> you can ridiculous. continue this loop, drawing your entire library, and hopefully winning the game. Just throwing that there. It's plot. It's possible that this would be played in some amount of Grixis decks. Grixis
0: decks. I think it's going to go in anything that's Grixis sacrifice, so stuff like Cedrus the Traitor King, Throximundar, and uh that's about it i think that's what we came up with in our research yeah is just anything i mean this could be a potential combo if you need like some sort of expensive finisher and goals but if you're if you're it's in goals you have better finishers i mean it's a three card combo it, it does go infinite with stuff but i don't i don't
1: think that's yeah, the main you can go to r slash bad game. mtg combos for that
0: yeah it, it's basically all those slash MTG bad mtg combos all right our next card is yep tiny bones tiny
1: bones trinket thief um tr- tiny bones is one in a black for a one two legendary creature skeleton rogue uh have we ever seen skeleton before do you want to check that real quick yeah, we
0: have seen skeleton skeletons
1: exist actually oh, yeah, a skeleton there's actually yeah there's a bunch there's a bunch of reassembling skeleton yeah there uh, there at the beginning people. uh so tiny bones is two mana for a really really cute skeleton i will say <laughs> Uh, but it's not just cute it has some powerful text at the beginning of each end step if an opponent discarded a card this turn you draw a card and you lose one life and you can pay four black black so six total mana each opponent with no cards in hand loses 10 life yeah um this is awesome yeah this is a very very cool card it suddenly yeah, it's only made mind art gorgeous i will say um i think this is also. Awesome. it kind of reminds me of um the disney movie
0: oh oh yeah uh coco
1: yeah coco yeah that's it, uh, uh, the art is very coco-ish it's kind of cartoonish but it looks super cool i think uh just stealing this gem <laughs> just like but you know away. not only is it cool this this is a really interesting card it allows you to uh, potentially draw a card on each end step, and that's this works really well with cards like Bottomless Pit, which is one black, black, one enchantment. During each player's upkeep, that player discards a card. So how this works is you can play Tiny Bones, and then you can play Bottomless Pit, and then that in each player's upkeep, that player discards a card, and then at the end step, uh, Tiny Bones will say, "Hey, did that player discard a card?" And they did in their upkeep, and so you draw a card and you lose one life. Pretty cool. Uh, not. Also, a decent card with chains of Mephistopheles. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. If anyone has five hundred five dollars and ninety one cents to spare, um, sure. You know, no, you, you, you know, you guess. just have
0: your beta chains of Mephistopheles lying around. That that card has the most confusing rules text
1: of all time. Yes, all right. I I think I, that's a reasonable statement. I was trying to uh, figure out yeah.
0: what the abbreviation for most confusing of all time would be. MCO. A coat. <laughs> All
1: right. Um. But yeah, Tiny Bones is really cool. I don't know what decks. Maybe like Necuza or something, or Nath. Um, maybe.
0: I think this but, is its um, own commander, though, for
1: sure. Oh yeah, this is this is a super cool commander that I would love to build, and I'm sure this will see a fair amount of play.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm just not loving this price tag, pre-selling for $60. And I know it's not the real price and it's going to go down, but still, I don't think this that, card, that, that is below, a this card um, isn't going below $10.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm it's sorry, so Ezra, I need to need to talk about this card.
0: Uh, oh, yes, yes, okay. I will uh, postpone. Our again. next
1: card here is Muxus Goblin Grandy. Uh, It's 4 red red for a 4-4 legendary creature, Goblin Noble. When Muxus, Goblin Grandy, enters the battlefield, reveal the top 6 cards of your library. Put all Goblin creature cards with CMC 5 or less from among them onto the battlefield and the rest onto the bottom of your library in a random order. Whenever Muxus attacks, it gets plus 1 plus 1 until end of turn for each other Goblin you control. Oh, this is just a beautiful, Ooh. beautiful card. Going yeah. in Cranko, I will say.
0: Is this the largest goblin that's ever
1: existed? Let me see. Uh, I believe there's another 6-6. Six, six. I think Goblin Goon might be Uh, six. No, Goblin, no, goblin
0: Goon's, six, Goon's only 4. Oh, there's actually a lot. Bog Hoodlums, Goblin Dynamo. Goblin Dynamo is the biggest one. Oh, oh there's also Ponyback Brigade. Yeah, the the Goblin Dynamo and Ignition team are both seven mana, but still, uh, Muxus is like probably going to be the he's oh, although easy. Goblin Goliath from Game Night from Game Night twenty nineteen is
1: very good. Yeah. Um. um oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So let me let me talk about. I need to talk about Muxus. Yep. So Muxus is a new Goblin. Uh, it allows you to put potentially six Goblins onto the battlefield, which is super super powerful. And uh, could be potentially a new goblin commander, but I. it it helps against board wipes and other things, but I think that the fact that it's 6 mana is a little too slow. I think goblins wants to start making uh, goblins and snowballing out of control a little bit quicker than that, and I think that Cranko in the Command Zone does that perfectly. But um, thanks to Reddit, uh, you know it was realized that this is actually a two card combo one of the cards being in the command zone is with muxis uh with some new cards muxis goes uh or it's just, it just wins the game with goblin recruiter is the card so i need to make sure i don't mess up the words on goblin recruiter's text goblin recruiter and when it's one in red when goblin recruiter enters the battlefield Search your library for any number of goblin cards and reveal those cards. Shuffle your library, then put them on top of it in any order. So how this works is, you can play Goblin Recruiter, turn 5. And when Goblin Recruiter enters the battlefield, you search your library for exactly... What is it? Eight goblins. In a specific order. So this order is at the bottom of the pile... Kiki Jiki, uh, yeah. And wait, no. Set is it seven?
0: No, it's only seven. It's yeah, seven. No, no.
1: Kiki Snoop. No, because you don't no, want to hit. Be. You don't want it. Eighth, you draw the card and then you flip six. Yeah, no. So no, yeah. So Kiki's eighth. Okay. And then you pass turn. Go to turn six. You draw a car- You draw your card, and now Kiki's seventh from the top. You play a mountain. You play Muxus, you flip your top six, you put six goblins onto the battlefield. Oh, I see. One of those goblins happens to be Conspicuous Snoop, um, which we've talked about. And now, as you flip six cards, uh, Kiki-Jiki happens to be the top card of your library. And you can now go infinite with the Conspicuous Snoop-Kiki-Jiki combo that we've discussed previously. But um, the gist of it basically means... Uh, conspicuous snoop allows you to activate abilities of the top goblin card of your deck so you can make infinite copies of conspicuous snoop with conspicuous snoop slash kiki Jiki's ability and win again
0: not exactly budget uh recruiter is almost four bucks
1: uh, yeah not, not quite but you know a cool, and in a cool Legacy, cool little combo
0: Conspicu- uh, Kiki Jiki is like 5 bucks. Conspicuous Snoop is pre-selling for 7.10. So, I mean, not not quite, um, but very cool combo. I Fun, really... nonetheless. Fun. I, I like the art on this dude, too. He's like, I am the king. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny.
0: Sethron, Hulun General, the next card. 3, red, red, for a legendary creature, minta Warrior, 4-4. Four, four, when Seth Rune- Sethron, Holoon General, or another non-token Minotaur enters the battlefield under your control. Create a 2-3 red Minotaur creature token, and Seth Thrawn also has pay 2 and a Rakdos hybrid Minotaur's you control. Get plus 1, plus 0, oh, and gain Menace and Haste until end of turn. So it's actually good Minotaur tribal, unlike, um... Neheb. What's his name? Uh, Neheb, Neheb the Worthy. So black... Most of the... Most Minotaur's are in black-red. And I think it's just going to be Minotaur Tribal. There's not that much to be said about it. There's some cool Minotaur oh, yeah, Tribal. Yeah, it's tribal
1: funny. There's tribal there's tribal. a couple really, really good Minotaur Tribal cards. Um, like uh, Ragemonger, which reduces yeah. the cost of every Minotaur you cast by Black Red. So, by Rakdos. And Saffron's yeah, a fairly powerful Minotaur that allows you to pay three to give plus one plus one minus and haste which is pretty f- powerful so i'm excited that minotaurs finally have a good tribal commander i'm sure minotaur guy on reddit is too but um <laughs> yes yeah, so it's pretty cool a uh, quick shout out to didgeridoo the artifact that you can pay three to put a minotaur permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield it's pretty good pretty good
0: <laughs> did all right um our next card
1: uh, excuse yeah. Insane. I'll read this one. Zerzoth, Chaos Rider. Zerzoth is 2 in a red for a 2-3 legendary creature, Devil. Whenever an opponent draws their first card each turn, if it's not their turn, you create a 1-1 one, one red Devil creature token with, when this creature dies, it deals one, da- Ooh, excuse me, 1 damage to any target. Whenever one or more Devils you control attack one or more players, you and those players each draw a card, then discard a card at random.
0: Yeah, that uh, is very, very cool. It's like all—it's just what Red does. Just be It's, a very, it's a
1: very, very Red card. Right, I'll say.
0: Yeah, it leads uh, to like glittering wish type thing. I mean, not glittering wish. Um, boning, boning inquiry. Burning What's the wish? one where you draw oh, yeah.
1: three? Draw three. Boning inquiry is the card. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this is pretty cool, just forcing your opponents not to, uh, to either face the devils or having them draw on your turn, but I don't think that's the main thing. I think
1: it's that... This is pretty fun chaos kind of deck. I think yeah. this is, you know, it, it's it has really cool art, but this is three mana. I think it's actually a little bit deceivingly powerful. Um, I think that with a card like Burning Inquiry, it's a one red to create three 1-1s that ping when they die. So I think that's fairly powerful, and if you can get enough effects like this and other things like wheels or something, this can actually be a considerably powerful commander. But, you know, it's it's still just kind of funny, I'd say. I don't know. Yeah. It's I don't know how to... It's, it's, it's fun, I'll say that. It's All definitely right, not super last... competitive, but, you know, fun.
0: Okay. Our last but. commander is Nath of the Dire Hunt. Nath is... 2 green green for legendary creature human warrior. 3-3. Three, three. Whenever one or more creatures you control, fight or become blocked. Draw a card. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, you may pay 2 in a gruel hybrid. If you do, double target creature's power until end of turn. That creature must be blocked this combat, if able. So, basically, uh, it kind of has the Zen Ghost effect at the bottom, but most importantly, I think, is this top one where if I think they're both both pretty neat, but being able to draw cards off of fighting and becoming blocked like if Prey Upon if if Prey Upon said Uh one of your creatures fights one of the, your their creatures and you draw a card, like that would be an instant commander's table. So I think Nath is very, very good and being able to do that too and a gruel hybrid at the bottom and make stuff huge. Is just gravy. Giving stuff trample. This plus Xenagos is just out of control. I think this goes in Xenagos decks. This goes in Sorak yeah, decks. I'm yeah. I awesome. don't want to see this across the field for me when Miles plays a Sorak deck because everything has trample. But um, and then nath is a commander in their own right. So very cool all around card. Good in ninety nine. Good as commander. It's just another gruel combat-y type commander. I mean, it, it is definitely interesting. That that fight text is now fight tribal. But we've already had stuff like Gogos Vicious Watcher and the sword. Um, but yeah, that does it for our jumpstart commanders.
1: Um, yeah, we let's talk about reprints super quickly here.
0: Oh yeah, why don't we just list off the... Or I'll just... Yeah, I so, can just read off the... Or you, you can just
1: Yeah, go, you can. Go, go. I just want to say... Um, all, well, we can talk about them before we list them. But uh, all of these commanders are fairly cheap, maxing... So they're all around max $3 to virtually nothing uh, with, at $0.35. Cents, except for uh, Ghoul Caller Gisa, who oh, actually Draana den- pretty pretty. Oh yeah, Andrana, Drana. and, oh, well, and Shieldred,
0: <laughs> Andzalvola and Galta. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of confused here. I, I think I lost you in there. Oh, not expensive.
1: I, I believe my, uh, I believe my something's,
0: weird. Th- something's weird. Something's weird because I, I think there's some pretty expensive. I believe Skrissfall
1: maybe, um, is toying with me at the moment.
0: Yeah, that that's weird because yeah, Andzalvola twenty bucks.
1: I think these there, are okay, good there, There's some good... Okay, uh, l- l- let me rephrase that. Uh, yeah, so basically, in Jumpstart, there's a ton of m- good new reprint commanders uh, that were pretty expensive, such as multiple commanders, such as, uh, you know, there's multiple. Not one. Just clarifying there. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not, that was not a great attempt at humor, I will say. Um, but, you know, Ghoul color Visa and Shildred and, like, Sylvella Har- Heart of the Wilds are all Expensive cards that are being reprinted in jumpstart and so we shall be excited, basically.
0: Kira's also pretty expensive. Yeah. Kira Great Glass Spinner was eight dollars. I think these are very good reprints. Micaius the Lunarch was getting up there.
1: Oh McCaus the
0: Lunok was yeah, yeah, Mikaus yeah, so the was so was I bucks. think three of
1: these commanders were more than twenty dollars. So pretty pretty good there. And there's a bunch of other yeah. really great reprints like Ristic Study.
0: Ghoul Kalogisa, a Liberator of Malakir, and Kira Great Glasspin are all going to be pretty good
1: reprints. And Savala, um, and Shieldred.
0: Yep. And so sh- yes, Linvala was the most expensive. Then Shieldred, Savala, Then whoa, whoa, this is this is
1: kind of confusing what it's doing. All right, to me. All right. I think we think Skyfall's Dragon here. Let's uh, let's list them and wrap it up. All right,
0: I okay, I got it, I got it. I got it. All right, all does right. one breath, one breath. Out? Shield okay, one breath. Let's do it. Linvol, keep on your silence, shield list, whispering one, Savala Heart of the Wilds, Drawn Liberator, Malicure, Gol Colour, Gisa, Kira, Great Blast, Venera, Galter Primal, Hunger, Michael's Lunok, Natalie Prime Primal, Strong, Crank, Rich Risco, Pim, Renegade, Ismail, Honda Conda, Lathless Gond Crack, Que Gotti, Lord of Luxury, Lean, selfish champion, And this guy somewhere.
1: Do you feel like you're long? <laughs> the amount of
0: my lungs collapsed
1: <laughs> Do you feel like your lungs have gotten stronger or weaker since you read all the lands in our
0: oh um, since i read all the lands in the in the
1: in the umori <laughs>
0: episode uh probably stronger i mean also weaker because i've probably been being too much of a lazy butt during covid all right uh, understandable <laughs> all right um all right yeah, that does it for our episode on m21 and jumpstart let us know what you think you can send us an email at youngpyrocast at gmail.com you can join our discord link below and you can also write us a review we would really appreciate it helps out the show share us with a friend who you think might enjoy the podcast and just ju- thank you for your continual support of our podcast and we have really enjoyed this experience and hopefully yeah. we'll be able to release some more cool uh some more cool content once charlie miles and i are allowed to meet up again safely i mean we're still it, it's still kind of not not the safest thing to up be in doing the right air now. it's up in the air but uh just everyone out there stay safe and we will see you next time
1: bye everybody